Jamie and I with you here on the Green Zone on this Monday afternoon. Thanks for joining us. Hope you had a great weekend. And it was a great time in Saskatoon on Thursday. The Green Zone was live uh, from the Provincial Men's Curling Championship, the Sastel Tankard. Thanks for those who said hello there at the Nutana Curling Club. As now we know, Mike McEwen reigned supreme, undefeated, went all the way through uh, without a loss. Uh, for the provincial men's title. And now we'll represent Saskatchewan uh, with Colton Flash and uh, Kevin Dan Marsh. We'll be in Regina starting March 1st, representing the province at the Briar. But great run by Ryan Kleider, the young skip. He'll be back uh, in a provincial final, the way that team is moving up the Canadian curling rankings. And then on Friday, it was great to be at the VIP event at the TCU place before the Kinsman Sports Celebrity Dinner. And what a great night. Um, CTV's uh, Britt Dort had Corey Mace and Jorgen Hughes on the stage. And then it was Jamie Campbell, Buck Martinez, Jose Barreos, and then really the guest of honor was having Jose Bautista, Joey Bats. All, so many auction items were there honoring the bat flip of 2015. And... Jamie Campbell and Buck Martinez do such a great job uh, when they are emceeing an event like this one and interviewing some of the stars uh, from Blue Jays' past. But it was a pleasure on Friday afternoon. I was able to go one-on-one with Jose Bautista, and here's our conversation about him arriving in Saskatchewan and being able to speak to some Old baseball fans, and of course, it worked out earlier on Friday with some young baseball fans. It's been great, and apparently we were blessed with uh, very mild weather for this time of the year, so I can't complain about <laughs> yeah. that, Being I, from, living in Florida nowadays. I, I, I saw your video saying, I'm ready for the weather. I'm like, I looked at the forecast. I said, he's he's not even going to get to experience the minus 40 that we usually get in the Saskatchewan. Well, I'm not going to, again, not going to complain about that. And I, I, I should have checked the weather, but... To my defense, this is still cold for me. Yes, so. yes it is. Uh, Jose, when you look back on your career, how many times today have people talked to you about the bat flip? I know you're assigning photos of the bat flip, and how much has that become a big part of your career? You know, it was a great moment indeed, and a lot of people have talked about it, so I lost count. Um, you know, it, it just represented a big, um, big moment for the franchise, great moment for the fans. After 22 years of not making it to the playoffs and being backs against the wall. So, I mean, I was fortunate enough to just be in that situation, let alone come through. So I thoroughly enjoyed the moment, and I hope that everybody else did as well. Well, when you have a moment like that in your career, will it take some time to reflect on just some guys have a great career and they don't really have that moment? You have one of those iconic moments, especially in Jay's history. Yeah, it took a little bit because um, when you're in the middle of it and you're still focused on the competition and the preparation and the dedication, you kind of don't pay attention to those things too much because you don't want to lose that focus. So, mm-hmm. uh, But it's been a while because obviously I've been retired for, for a few years now. Um, so I've gotten to reflect on it. And, yeah. Um, it's a great moment, so I've enjoyed it. Well, back then there was a lot of debate about a bat flip. Now it's barely debatable. But guys are flipping bats all the time now in Major League Baseball. You know, all pioneers and all ways of life take a little heat every now and then. But, <laughs> you know, 
bat flipping is like celebrating after a touchdown or after a dunk. There's no uh, no harm in it. I think it's a it's a great way to celebrate doing something amazing for your club, and um, and I think people are more accepting now, and it creates that connection with the fan. It's one of those additional like yeah. uh, touch points that the fans can uh, interact with uh, with their players. How important was in reflection the move to Toronto? for what Toronto has now meant to your career as you're on the level of excellence and everything else? Well, I was very lucky that I came to a place where my, the things things worked out for me. Uh, it was just a perfect storm of conditions and situations that allow me to flourish as an individual. And sometimes uh, a little change of scenery does uh, people well, and it definitely worked out in, in, in my case. Now, what's it like to become not even ask permission about it but become kind of an ambassador for baseball in canada just a little bit uh, as a member of the toronto blue jays as you got to hang out with some of the kids in saskatoon earlier today yeah it comes with the territory you enjoy the success and just people look up, up upon to you for uh, certain things so i accept that responsibility and i try to you know be a good ambassador and, and represent my team my family my country and and the blue jays well um so it just comes with it, and you just uh, embrace it. What was that group like? With, in 2015? In, like the Incarnacion. It was a great group. We just enjoyed each other. And I think when you do that and you're just having fun, good things happen. So we uh, we had each other's back, and we picked each other up. Uh, and it wasn't about what the individuals were doing. Um, it was more about going out there and trying to crush the opposition every single day. And uh, we, we enjoyed coming together as a group and doing that. How close did you feel you came? to possibly winning it all i mean we were very close it's uh, it's unfortunate sometimes the way uh, sports work and uh, you can get your heart broken um when you think you can accomplish some things and you don't so uh we were very close we felt like we had it in 2015 for sure so it's the one that slipped away uh, jose bautista joining us here on the green zone uh, what are some of the messages you like to send when you are able to speak to a crowd, uh, when you're asked to give motivational speech or anything like that, I mean it all depends on the crowd and, and what you know the crowd wants to hear and what the engagement is all about. So it's usually about teamwork, dedication, how to deal with adversity, and um, how to get the most out of people's uh, individual skills and and talent when you're in a group setting, um, and just about how not to give up. How important was that for your career? Very okay. important. I mean, I think it's important for every guy's career. There's no guarantees in baseball. The only guarantees is when you have a, that long-term uh, Major League signed contract, and those don't come around too often. So we all have to fight for our lives, um, and I mean our work in our lives, uh, no matter what you do, and baseball is no different. Uh, Jose Batista joining us here on the Green Zone. Uh, the Buck Martinez is here. What's it like to be around Buck? How important is it to a player to have a broadcaster be able to call a couple of big plays for you? On that? <laughs> it's great. It makes it fun. And listen, Buck played the game. He was a manager. He's been in different roles in the front office. And now he's on, on the TV doing the color stuff. So uh, he's got a, he brings a bunch of different perspectives uh, into his t commentary. And uh, he keeps it fun for everybody. And, uh, of course, he's got a great voice. So that doesn't hurt, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And then when he pan the TV pans to him, he's got this great flowing hair. So he's got uh, all the ingredients, and he's done a terrific job. So uh, it's very, we're very fortunate at the Jays to have somebody like Buck uh, be on TV every night. Finally, what do you think of this group of Toronto Blue Jays on what they've built again behind your footsteps? Well, I don't know about my footsteps. But I think we had a great group of guys, but 
listen, they, they have all of that it takes. Maybe they need to accessorize a little bit the roster, but they have the, the pieces, the main pieces that you need. Um, they have the personalities, the leadership. They have uh, the talent. Um, and they have the health and the hard work and dedication. So, so it's a matter of coming together as a group and um, just everybody rowing the boat in the same direction. And I think, um, you know, things are going to come together. They've been around once or twice. They teased with a the playoff. They made it to the first round and some stuff. So I think they got, they're got they going to approach uh, the game a little bit different um, from time to time throughout the season. Hopefully this year, having learned from those experiences in the years before, and, and hopefully it comes together for them uh, this year because uh, I'm very excited to, to get the season going and watch him uh, compete throughout the summer. There is Jose Bautista live here on the Green Zone. Was able to chat with him Friday. Ah, yeah, the bat flip to end all bat flips. But as we talked about, bat flips have uh, been a lot more popular. A lot more accepted, though every time, every so often that someone gets some hurt feelings that someone celebrated hitting a home run in Major League Baseball and they get a high hard one their next at bat. But uh, great to have a one-on-one chat with Jose Bautista on uh, Friday. By the way, speaking of the Blue Jays, a big day tomorrow, arbitration with Vladdy Guerrero Jr. with the Toronto Blue Jays. Be interested to see what comes of arbitration between the Jays and their young slugger as jose talked about they're building something again although need a piece here and there to maybe get over the hump uh, for the uh, toronto blue jays uh, coming up here on the green zone we'll be joined by the skipper of team saskatchewan heading to the briar yes he is from manitoba but he'll be wearing saskatchewan colors with colton flash kevin and dan marsh as Mike McEwen will be here at 3.35 this afternoon. Also, Britton Gray on the very latest when it comes to CFL free agency. The negotiating window has opened. It opened yesterday at 11 a.m. And already, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders have agreed to terms with a potential free agent, and that is offensive tackle Jermarcus Hardrick, who was locking down the right side for years with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. So Britton Gray will be in. We'll also chat with Belton Johnson. It is Super Bowl week. It kicked off yesterday. The teams arrived in Las Vegas. And, of course, did you hear about this over the weekend? Of course, a lot of NFL stars will be in Vegas for Super Bowl week. Not just the players that are in on the field, but they have the awards night, all that stuff. And Roger Goodell and the NFL made sure to go, hey, guys, guys, you're in Vegas. We know what happens in Vegas. But remember, we will suspend you if you put any money down on the Super Bowl. So don't do it, please. And all of that was a big reason why leagues kind of avoided Vegas as a no-go for having a sports franchise. Oh, we're getting all the distractions and the stuff there. And oh my goodness, what does that look like? And now you have the National Hockey League, the National Football League, soon to be the MLB, and right behind them will be the NBA. They're all going to be in Vegas. It'll be an entertainment, casino, sports betting, and sports enthusiast go-to to travel. 
And now the Super Bowl is there coming up on Sunday. Belton Johnson with his preview at 5.05 this afternoon on the Green Zone on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Change and I with you here on the Green Zone. Thanks to Mike. From an icy ranch by Shonovan. I think there's a lot of those around Saskatchewan with the big melt and the freeze and the melting and the freezing that is going on in the province. But uh, Mike texted in, Jose Bautista in his bat flip, most Canadian moment. We should make him a citizen, honorary at least. Great moment in Canadian sport. I'm thinking of the all-time great moments in Canadian sport. Donovan Bailey, 96 Olympics would be there. Joe Carter. It's the World Series winner would be up there. Sidney Crosby, the golden goal would be up there. Probably some goal in 1972 um might might make the top 5, not sure. But Jose Bautista would be in there. Mike Weir winning the Masters would be a huge Canadian sports moment. Yeah. But Jose Bautista might make the top 10, but it is one of the more iconic moments. When you say bat flip, you think Jose Bautista. You think Toronto Blue Jays. You think the Texas Rangers. Uh, But it was a great night. Uh, Some great stories uh, shared from Buck Martinez, Jamie Campbell, Jose Bautista, and Jose uh, Barreos, who was also on hand. We'll see what the Jays do. Uh, Pitchers and catchers, we looked it up today, report. I can't believe this. In 10 days. 10 days. Pitchers and catchers report uh, for Major League Baseball spring training. Champion and I with you here in the Green Zone on this Monday afternoon. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Uh, Britton Gray will be up football at 4. Talk about the Saskatchewan Rough Riders coming to terms with right tackle of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, Jermarcus Hardrick, to help improve the Riders' uh, offensive line. And also Belton Johnson, RCFL analyst and NFL analyst, to get you set. Super Bowl week is here. The teams have arrived in Las Vegas ahead of a Sunday's game. Yesterday in Saskatoon, the champion was crowned of the provincial tankard, and Mike McEwen and his rink out of Saskatoon won seven to three. And we're joined by the skipper now, Mike McEwen, on the line. Thanks for joining us, Mike. Yeah, thanks for having me. Now I've been following curling a long time, so you were a curler that was knocking, throwing everything you could at the door to finally break through. It took some time, but you got there. This will be your ninth straight briar. What does this mean to you of being able to be as consistent after all those times losing to Jeff Stoughton and stuff way back in the day? Yeah, you you know what, actually... You know, growing up, uh, growing up in Manitoba and kind of watching, you know, Jeff Stoughton, Vic Peters, Kerry Burtnick, um, you know, just, just some of, uh, you know, the great Manitoba Tuckers out of our province, uh, for so many years. Um, 
seeing them, you know, at the time, you know, just go to a handful of briars. Uh, and so when you put uh, number nine in perspective, I, you know, growing up, I never thought that would be an attainable number. Um, so, yeah, I just feel very fortunate to, to kind of have that consistency after, like you mentioned, that, ton of heartbreak uh, a lot of lost finals um but you know till till we finally uh, broke through our first one i think in uh 2015 so uh mike when you uh, you make the move to colton flash's uh, rink with uh, kevin and daniel marsh uh first off why the move and why do you think you've been so successful so quickly with a new rink yeah uh you know it was it was kind of a little bit of a different circumstance. Uh, a lot of times you see teams of the first year of uh, after the Olympics, you know, kind of commit to a four-year process. And uh, just so happened, uh, I was in Ontario, and uh, my third Ryan Fry uh, retired um, after after the Briar last year, and uh, you know that left me in a situation where you know continuing in Ontario wasn't really feasible and you know brent lang was looking at his options and and uh i actually uh you know colton flash and dan and kevin marsh reached out to me and they had had uh you know they had had a pretty good run um i think they've been together with their existing team for a couple years or, or more and uh but they were looking to make a change and so i kind of ended up fortunate that i was in the right place at the right time needing a team and uh you know in the middle of the cycle sometimes there isn't the opportunities to you know to have access to a lot of great players and i really landed uh you know on my feet with picking up three guys that are just you know tremendous uh tremendous saskatchewan curlers so i feel very very fortunate that that worked out for me what will it be like, of course, uh, you represented Manitoba, Ontario, and now it'll be Saskatchewan at the Briar, but it's the home Briar for Saskatchewan. And, of course, Colton, Kevin, and Dan have a, a longstanding history with their uh, families and everything else curling in the province. What will it be like to wear the Saskatchewan colors uh, here in Regina as the home province? You know, it's, it's interesting. I, I have played at a, a couple of home Briars now, Uh Brandon uh, as as Team Manitoba and and last year in London Ontario as as Team Ontario. Uh, so this is my third, and I had an interesting conversation with Pat Simmons, uh, who's who's with Carl Sask, and and uh, you know what it was it was just just great to hear his insight and and his experience. Um, you know he's he's a guy that's you know bit one one Canadian championships both as. Uh, a skip and a third and and just you know done Saskatchewan so proud in the past uh representing the province and just learning what dedicated uh fans that Saskatchewan has um was great to kind of hear from him um what, what that feels like what that might look like uh so having having that kind of chat and and Pat's going to be with us at the Briar helping our team um that's you know that's invaluable so i'm very excited just you know he he was glowing with you know saskatchewan fans are the best curling fans mike McEwen joining us uh, skip now of team saskatchewan heading to the briar march 1st it starts in regina let's talk about the week you had i think uh, you only had to throw your your final rock in 10 one time uh, the entire week 
what was it like at the Nutana Club, and uh, how well do you feel this team's playing going into the Briar in a couple of weeks? You know, honestly, uh, I wasn't sure what to expect. Uh, I haven't played a lot of uh, provincials where they're in a curling club setting, and went in with uh, you know expectations that were pretty unknown actually to me and and what the volunteers and the sponsors and everybody at the Nutana pulled off I was just you know I was blown away every expectation um exceeded it was just that the ice was tremendous um the atmosphere was you know Friday and Saturday night it was just packed and and just such a good experience and and it, it was like it was like a mini arena setting with the fans even closer to you than you know as an athlete you're probably used to, and that that was just such a cool, memorable experience. And I think uh, you know what, just uh, me not having to throw a lot of last rock shots during the week just is a testament to how well uh, my team played in front of me. The guys just were tremendous all week, and and I was. You know, personally, I, I thought I played okay the first few days and then just got stronger and stronger. And, you know, once I found kind of my footing um, to add to, you know, the, my three guys playing so well in front of me, it, it, it felt like that, uh, you know, we were just dictating play and an extremely hard team to beat. Mike McEwen joining us. Uh, skip a team Saskatchewan head of the Briar after the uh, provincial tankard yesterday wrapped up with a, team, a win over Ryland Clyder's rank 7-3 the final Ran them out of stones in that tenth end, of course. I, I was curious. I was there on Thursday, Mike, and I was I was wondering, did you ever at all in a timeout hear the fans talking about what shot you should make? Like, uh, or were you so zoned in you couldn't really hear that stuff? No, I, 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 you know, I didn't, I didn't really. I guess I was zoned in, right? Like, there, there's lots of opportunities for distraction. Um, you know, everybody was having a good time. It was such great crowd uh, at the Nutana. And, and you know the with the on ice seating and the bar close by and but uh yeah i guess i was just too focused that um i didn't hear any anything specific from the crowd uh but yeah just it was just a great environment i think uh i think it's safe to say all the players really enjoyed it um you know that that was pretty special so uh whether it's whether it's an arena or uh, a great curling club like the Nutana uh, Sass Curl and and you know all the volunteers and sponsors that put this event together just showed that this can be pulled off and in a variety of venues, um, you know, and, and in, in a really classy way. I, I thought it was excellent. If you didn't see it on the the telecast that Curl Sass does on YouTube, they, they what, what five feet away from the ice for the fans? Like it wasn't that big of a gap. In an arena, normally, you know, you have some scoreboards and, you know, there, there's a little bit more space. So this was, uh, you know, this was really a close encounter uh, type stuff. So uh, I thought it was just, you know, it was that that much more memorable. It was kind of a really unique experience. Uh, I quite enjoyed it. So uh, you come in, you've curled a few, well, plenty of events now, but you can't deny the team chemistry has clicked pretty quickly, but is that the case now? I mean, it's almost like curling free agency after the Olympic run now, Mike, in what it is, but is it, is, has it become easier to change teams and find in, instant chemistry or not? Or is that pretty special what you got going on so quickly uh, with Colton and the Marsh boys? I, I actually think it's 
getting harder to find that. Um, it's, it's a big ask to go out on tour. Uh, we played 10 events before Christmas. Um, you know, to, to be competitive in, in the curling landscape, uh, the international teams are so good. Uh, it's, it's a big ask. It's, it's a big sacrifice to put in the time that you need to put in to be successful. And, uh, in this case, with the team dynamics, uh, I'm pretty fortunate that, uh, you know, the three guys are, are such good friends going way back and, and, and I've, I, I've managed to fit in pretty seamlessly. So, uh, you know, I think this is, this is, uh, kind of a fortunate case for me that I, I can come into already a solid unit and, and kind of fit in seamlessly. Um, that I, I don't think that's, you know, there, there's not a lot of opportunities for that always to line up. Uh, well, Mike, uh, of course, there's a few more holes to fill with Alberta, Manitoba, and the uh, that will mean who we'll know who the final wild card is, and we'll get the whole draw. But we know you'll be playing uh, first up as the host rink on Friday, March 1st at the Brandt Centre for that first evening draw. Congratulations on winning yet another provincial uh, title, uh, being it your third different uh, provincial title, of course, Manitoba, Ontario. But congratulations now on representing Saskatchewan. Yeah, I'm very excited. It's you know, it, it feels good. It's as close to home as I can get. Uh, so I, I'm very excited to wear green. Uh, just, you know, it, it, it feels, it feels as good as, uh, anything can feel right now. And, um, yeah, I'm very excited to, to, you know, represent Saskatchewan, uh, as best we can. I don't think we ever got Dunstone in a rider hat. Do you, do you think we could get you in a rider hat or is that no chance happening? <laughs> oh, we can talk. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Mike, take care. Uh, thanks again, and congratulations. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. That is uh, Mike McHugh and Skip of Team Saskatchewan with Colton Flash, Kevin and Dan Marsh. Of course, the Briar in Regina. It starts March the 1st. We do know a couple of the teams, the pre-qualified teams, Botcher and Dunstone on Pool B, but we know Brad Gushu and Mike McEwen will be in Pool A, and Saskatchewan will be on the ice in that first drop on Friday night at the Brandt Center. Of course, next Friday is the beginning of the Scotties Tournament of Hearts. 22-year-old Skylar Ackerman, uh, she was stopped by on Thursday with us uh, from the Nutana, her home uh, rink. By the way, Friday night at the Nutana, they're having a send-off for uh, Team Ackerman on the way to next or Scotties in about uh, 11 days from now. So Saskatchewan should be well represented at the Men's and Women's National Championships. Coming up uh, here on the Green Zone, Britton Gray. And the riders did take from Manitoba. So our curling took from Manitoba with Mike McEwen now skipping for us. But now our offensive line is taken from Manitoba with Jermarcus Hardrick agreeing to terms. And an update on an interesting twist in CFL free agency. We weren't expecting a Darius Pickett to be able to sign until next Tuesday. Things might have changed. Uh, with he and his status with the Toronto Argonauts. That's also coming up on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Thanks to Mike McEwen joining us here on the Green Zone to represent Saskatchewan at the Montana's Briar. Tim Hortons out. All I know, all I want to know is this. Because when Tim Hortons was a sponsor, you go down the stairs as the 
privileged media. Of course, you get behind the scenes, and they have a media workroom with TV, so if you need to work and type out your stories, you can still watch the curling. There's a lot of coffee, a lot of muffins, and a lot of donuts. So, if it's Montana, will there be ribs? And anything else Montana's serves? Um, some steak? Antajitos? Any of that stuff? We'll see. Wings? We'll see. We'll see how they, if the menu changes or not uh, for the Montana's Briar. As the sponsorship has changed over uh, from Tim, Tim Hortons. And it uh, all starts March the 1st. Uh, coming up, of course, uh, Britton Gray will be here. Our Green Zone Rider Reporter. Also talk a little bit. Some of the Super Bowl novelty bets are fantastic. They change every year to something. And, of course, the big theme for the novelty bets this year are centered around one person. That person is, yes, the winner of Album of the Year last night, setting a record for most wins for Album of the Year, uh, Taylor Swift. Some of those novelty bets around T-Swift, will Taylor Swift be shown during the national anthem? Yes or no? Will the MVP in their speech say the name Taylor Swift or reference Taylor Swift? I love this one. This is my favorite prop bet in the history of Super Bowl prop bets, ladies and gentlemen, because it's got a little CFL twist on it. And thanks to the gang at uh, playnow.com, it's right there. You're not going to find this in like any of the other. Like This is specifically for a CFL audience with playnow.com. Will Zach Kalaros be shown in the box with Taylor Swift during the Super Bowl? Yes or no? Remember, he was there in the divisional game. They showed the box, and I remember, it's like, everybody's like, oh, it's Taylor Swift. Oh, it's Jason Kelsey. Oh, it's. I'm like, hey, that's Zach Kalaros. Of course, former teammate of the Kelsey brothers at the University of Cincinnati. So that is also available to you on the uh, prop bets. Of course, you can find them. At playnow.com. Uh, so we're going to have Ben Whiting on from Playnow later because there's so much of these fun prop bets they put together and some clearly with a little Canadiana twist to it um, ahead of the Super Bowl. Uh, that'll come up uh, later this week. <laughs>